Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reversed PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm excited to report that I invested in some jewelry this week, and I absolutely love it. I'm not somebody that wears jewelry every single day. I do wear my crystals on my wrist, but that's about it. I don't usually have earrings or necklaces or bracelets on. It's a rare occurrence when I accessorize because honestly, it just mostly annoys me. I don't really like things touching me or getting caught in my hair. It's 100% a first world problem and I fully acknowledge that. Anyway, this week I found a jewelry store in Paddington, which if you live in Sydney, you know is a very luxurious, bougie neighborhood close to the city. And this store has solid gold earrings that they sell out of a set, so you can buy single earrings. They also just released a Zodiac collection, which I saw and instantly loved. My ears are super sensitive, so I wanted something solid gold and not too flashy. Just something classy that I can wear every day, but that means something to me. I ended up finding two earrings that I'm obsessed with. One is 14 karat gold and diamonds that resembles the Gemini constellation, and that's my star sign, so that was an easy yes for me. The other is the same 14 karat gold and diamonds, but it's a crescent moon, and you all know how much I love the moon. I track my cycles with the moon, and I feel very connected to the moon and nature and most things witch-related, so I immediately fell in love with that one too. I wear the Gemini constellation on my left ear and the crescent moon on my right, and I just know that I'm never going to take them out. The most special part for me was that my grandfather, who just turned 89, wanted to get me something for my 30th birthday that I really wanted. My birthday's in June, and it's been months since my birthday, and I've been dragging my feet trying to find the perfect gift because I really wanted it to be something that had longevity to it, and that I could keep forever and eventually remember him by. And it feels good to finally have found something meaningful and that now he can see me wear every single day. The perfect gift came to me at the right time. We can't force these things, friends, and I'm so grateful I waited it out and let the perfect thing find me. That's what I'm thankful for this week, being patient, trusting that I would find the right thing for me, and finally finding something I'll have forever. Okay, on to this week's topic. It's one that I've been wanting to do for a while now, but it has so many components. I've been busy learning about it for a few months, and I was waiting for it to all come together, but I feel like now is the right time to talk about one element that has become especially relevant to me lately. We're talking about the law of gender, 
specifically how we should be balancing masculine and feminine energies in romantic relationships. Let's do a quick recap first. What is the law of gender? It's one of the universal laws, and let's clear something up right away. The law of gender is not about society's gender stereotypes. It's about acknowledging that there's masculine and feminine energy within all of us. It's a concept that was first acknowledged in ancient Chinese philosophy known as Taoism. Taoism emphasized the balance and harmony of opposites, known as yin and yang. Both are important and play a role in creation, regardless of our birth gender or how we identify. The feminine energy known as yin is all about intuition, nurturing, and creativity. And the masculine energy known as yang is all about taking action, logic, and structure. These energies are seen in all facets of life and are believed to bring balance when working together in harmony. Again, regardless of your birth gender, you have both energies within you, and you can be living and take action from either masculine or your feminine energy. So what does this all have to do with relationships? Well, for those of us who identify as female, we can sometimes get trapped in our masculine energy, and that can impact how we show up when we're attracting a partner, and it can also impact the dynamic of a relationship when we're in one, when we're in a partnership. So what does operating in our masculine energy look like in a relationship? It looks like having a strong protective instinct toward your partner, prioritizing the safety and well-being of your partner and taking action to ensure it, taking the lead when it comes to making decisions about the relationship, like planning and organizing dates, for example, coming up with creative date ideas, choosing the venue, making reservations. It also involves taking the lead when organizing vacations, travel, and logistics. For example, coordinating schedules, arranging transportation, ensuring everything runs smoothly during the vacation. It's all about the sense of responsibility and security. Let's talk about the household now. You might be thinking, well, isn't everything to do with the household traditionally more of a feminine role when it comes to gender stereotypes? Well, not quite. When we're talking about operating in masculine versus feminine energy in the household, masculine energy often involves assuming administrative responsibility for the household. And that can look like setting up and managing utility accounts, handling bills, overseeing budgeting and financial planning, also making sure bills get paid on time, keeping track of important documents, and maintaining a structured and efficient household environment. They view this responsibility as a form of care and support for their partner and family. People operating in a masculine energy role are typically really good listeners. They pay close attention to their partner's concerns and needs, providing a safe and non-judgmental space for open communication. Operating in your masculine energy can also look like logical thinking and practical problem-solving. For example, when your partner faces challenges or obstacles, Those in a masculine energy role often take the lead in finding solutions. They offer guidance, advice, and a practical approach to resolving issues and alleviating stress. They provide a sense of security and reassurance when their partner is experiencing emotional distress or uncertainty. When it comes to intimacy in a relationship, masculine energy often manifests in initiating physical intimacy within the relationship. 
They take the lead in expressing desire, physical attraction, intimate moments, and can help maintain a strong emotional and physical bond. While it's not universal, some people operating in a masculine energy role might feel a strong sense of responsibility to provide financially for their partner or family. They take pride in ensuring that their loved ones have financial security and stability. So in summary, the masculine energy role in a relationship involves planning, taking initiative, taking the lead in the relationship, providing support, prioritizing protection, and often assuming responsibility for the well-being and stability of their partner and the partnership as a whole. Before we unpack that, let's look at the feminine energy role in a relationship. First and foremost, it looks like allowing your partner to take the lead. It's about understanding and trusting your partner when it comes to decision-making, planning, and initiating activities. You appreciate your partner's efforts and feel secure in letting them assume these roles. In addition to giving care, those operating in their feminine energy are receptive to receiving care and affection from their partner. They allow their partner to express love and support through actions, words, and physical gestures, creating this balanced exchange of care within the relationship. They allow their partner to care for them, and that requires vulnerability and trust. They feel safe in opening up to their partner and sharing their needs and desires, knowing that their partner is going to respond with care and understanding. They openly express appreciation and gratitude when their partner takes care of them. They acknowledge their partner's efforts, and they reinforce that bond and create a positive feedback loop of care and gratitude. This one is huge. While embracing care from their partner, those in their feminine energy maintain their independence. They strike a balance between receiving care and nurturing their own personal growth and interests. And that ensures a healthy and harmonious dynamic. They prioritize their individual passions, hobbies, and goals. They understand that maintaining their personal interests contributes their own well-being and happiness, which in turn enhances the quality of the relationship. They recognize the importance of self-care and self-reliance. They take responsibility for their own physical, emotional, and mental well-being and ensure that they're in a good place to contribute positively to the relationship. They value their connections with friends, family, and social circles. Those relationships provide additional sources of support, fulfillment, and personal growth that complement their partner. And this is a good note. It's not about the masculine energy role providing all fulfillment. They are not the center of the feminine world. Balancing that independence involves setting and maintaining healthy boundaries within the relationship. They communicate their needs, their limits, and their expectations clearly to ensure that both partners have the space and freedom to pursue their individual paths. That said, balancing independence doesn't mean complete separation. Someone operating in their feminine energy appreciates the concept of interdependence, where both partners bring their strengths and independence to the relationship, creating this balance and mutually supportive partnership. To someone operating in the feminine energy role, preserving their sense of self within the relationship is so important. They remain true to their values, beliefs, and personal identity, which contributes to a more authentic and fulfilling partnership. So in summary, 
Operating in your feminine energy role involves nurturing and fostering emotional intimacy, providing empathetic support, creating a loving and harmonious environment, embracing care from your partner while also maintaining independence and personal growth to ensure a healthy and balanced dynamic. I hope you realize now that the masculine and feminine energies aren't about these outdated societal stereotypes. It's not about the woman staying home, taking care of the children, and doting on a man when he gets home from work. It's about acknowledging qualities and behaviors that can show up in everyone, regardless of gender. It's about creating a partnership that works uniquely for you and your partner based on your individual strengths, preferences, and needs. Think of it kind of like a dance, where sometimes you take the lead, and other times you let your partner take the lead. It's all about balance, and it's not about one person doing it all. It's a mutual exchange of care and support. Today's relationships are wonderfully diverse, and they come in all shapes and sizes. Many couples are choosing to share responsibilities and decision-making in ways that don't conform to those traditional gender roles. And that's okay. It's more than okay. It's great. By understanding and working with the masculine and feminine energies, you're creating a relationship that's equal respectful, and tailored to your unique connection and what resonates most with you. Masculine and feminine energies in a relationship allow for that tailored approach to a partnership dynamic. And you can adapt and shift between these energies to meet your changing needs and circumstances, but also foster a relationship that works uniquely for you. That said, issues start to develop when one person is stuck operating in an energy that they don't want to be in or that's not natural to them. You know, when I look back at my past relationships, it's become crystal clear that I've consistently operated in the masculine energy role. It's been quite a journey of self-discovery, and I've learned a lot along the way. One thing that stands out to me is my natural inclination to take charge especially when it comes to relationship responsibilities, organizing, and planning. Household tasks, I willingly took on almost everything, from ensuring the house was clean and presentable, to setting up household accounts in my name, monitoring all utilities and phone bills and all of the rest of it. I also found myself taking control of financial matters and handling administrative tasks. And at first, it seemed like I was being efficient and responsible because I've often had the higher salary in the relationship. So it made sense to me to take charge and ensure everything was in order and then just request money from my partner at the end of the month. However, I soon realized that I was pouring so much focus and energy into my partner and the relationship and the household, and I was neglecting my own personal growth and well-being. I think the most telling sign of me and my masculine energy was the feeling that everything would come to a standstill if I didn't take responsibility for it. Whether it was planning for the weekend or initiating activities, it seemed like nothing would happen unless I took the lead. And that growing sense of being the sole driving force in the relationship eventually led to resentment and frustration. I will say, in the beginning, it did feel nice to be in control. But as time went on, I began to feel the weight of all of it and became drained and exhausted. I was the one who made sure we spent quality time away from the TV and the couch. I was the one who ensured we connected with friends and celebrated birthdays. I was the one who felt like I was shouldering all of the responsibilities, and it became overwhelming 
intimacy was another area where I predominantly initiated. But that wasn't how it always was. In the beginning stages of the relationship, the male partner would initiate intimacy. However, as time went on, I've been told that because I shut them down too many times in the beginning, it led to them stopping to initiate altogether. And as a result, I found myself also having to initiate intimacy 100% of the time. This shift in the intimacy dynamics left me feeling like I wasn't wanted or pursued in the relationship. And it became unfulfilling and was a significant source of frustration and disappointment. By embracing the caretaker role and predominantly operating in my masculine energy, it unwittingly set up a dynamic where, especially during moments of emotional distress or vulnerability, I often found I had to rely on myself for support. It was as if there was this unspoken assumption that because I take care of everything, I should naturally be the go-to person for emotional care on top of everything else I was already doing. That created an environment where, despite needing emotional support from my partner, it wasn't always as readily available as I genuinely needed it to be. There were instances where I needed emotional reassurance or validation from my partner during trying times, only to find that our conversations didn't quite align with what I needed in that moment. And looking back now, I see that I played a role in creating that situation. Operating in the masculine energy role sometimes meant that my own emotional needs inadvertently got pushed aside or overlooked. Now, if you find yourself operating in one energy and you want to shift the dynamic, you're going to need to navigate that situation really carefully. You absolutely do not want to dump all of this on your partner, especially if you're in a male-female partnership, and let him know that you've been acting in your masculine energy because you felt the need to step it up. That will not go over well. We don't want that. That's going to lead to conflict and chaos. What you could do is start by initiating just a calm and non-confrontational conversation and start to express your feelings and desires and the reasons you'd like to shift the energy dynamic and use I statements. And those I statements can help to avoid making them feel defensive. So say things like, I feel more connected when you take the lead on planning our vacations. Or I feel more in alignment with myself when you handle the household bills and administrative tasks and I handle the groceries. Whatever relationship dynamic feels natural to you, you need to be able to communicate that. So reflect on your own needs and desires and the specific changes you'd like to see in the energy dynamic. Suggest making gradual changes rather than all of these sudden shifts where you're dumping everything on each other and you're trying to force this more natural energy connection and it's just not happening. Change takes time and both partners may need time to adjust to that new dynamic. And be patient and understanding because it's going to be a big transition for both of you. If you're more comfortable operating in your feminine energy, then start to adopt that and take a step back from all the other things just gradually. Will it cause a few chaotic weeks while things shake out and the new responsibilities are adopted? It definitely might. But it's not on you in your feminine energy to fix those problems. Again, it's not about dumping this on him. It's a mutual effort and responsibility. You want to demonstrate your trust in him to take accountability for the things you don't want to be doing anymore. And make sure you validate him when he does step up, even if it's the smallest thing, 
And this is so important because it's going to reinforce that new dynamic and that you value when he takes the lead. As I navigate my way through relationships with a deeper understanding of myself and my needs, I find that I'm looking for something different in a partner. I'm searching for a partner who's willing to take charge, not in a dominant or controlling way, but in a way that complements my own energy. Someone who can balance the scales and share the responsibilities, creating a partnership that feels supportive. I want someone who shows up in their masculine energy and encourages me to be in my feminine energy. I want someone who sees me for who I am, both in my authentic self and in the person I'm striving to become. I want a partner who loves me for my uniqueness, my quirks, my growth journey, and who encourages me to be the best version of myself. I find that I'm drawn to people now who share a mutual desire for personal growth. Someone who values self-improvement and is excited about the prospect of growing together as a couple. I want someone who understands that together we can inspire each other to reach new heights and both achieve our dreams. Something that is so important to me now is also to be pursued. To have a partner who takes the lead in the relationship who plans and surprises me with thoughtful gestures. It's about the feeling of being wanted, courted almost, cherished, and creating a sense of excitement and anticipation in our connection. Really recently, I was at a restaurant where I saw a couple eating lunch at a table really close to me. And they were both engrossed in their smartphones, but what caught my attention was their conversation, or actually rather lack thereof it. As I watched the couple, it became increasingly evident that the woman was operating in her masculine energy in that moment. And maybe she does it all the time. I don't know. But she was determined to make plans for a weekend away. And she was navigating the options and attempting to engage her partner in the decision-making process. And her energy was palpable. She was persistent as she sought his input and seemed to be pulling the weight of all the planning. It was very evident that she was the one in charge, driving this conversation and trying to move things forward. All the while, her partner appeared really disengaged, almost passive with his attention fixed on his phone. And seeing this dynamic made me cringe. This is an immediate turnoff for me. Witnessing this scenario was a clear reminder of how I no longer want to operate in that masculine energy in my own relationships. I've been that girl. I've been in that exact situation at a table over dinner or lunch trying to make plans with someone who's uninterested or says they don't care, they just want me to decide. It highlighted the importance of finding a partner who's willing to take the lead in decision-making, planning, and creating those shared experiences. I think it's safe to say I don't want that responsibility ever again. I want to participate, absolutely, and be involved in deciding maybe where we go, but I don't want any part of bookings or reservations or scheduling or activities. I am so tired of that. You know, there's been also a bit of a change in my approach to dating lately. Instead of me hopping on those dating apps and actively trying to find the next guy to date, I've decided just to take a step back. I am leaving it up to the universe and trusting that the right person will come into my life when the time is right. It's been quite a shift from how I used to do things because I used to be the one making sure I was out at the bars or swiping, initiating conversations, and trying to set up dates. Now I'm embracing a really laid-back attitude and just going with the flow. 
This new mindset is all about believing that some connections are meant to happen naturally without force. It's about surrendering that control and letting the universe work its magic. Honestly, I believe love has a way of showing up when we least expect it anyway. So I'm taking a breather from the dating hustle and putting my trust in the universe, just hoping that the right person will eventually find their way into my life when the stars align. It's a very chilled perspective that lets me focus on my own growth and well-being while keeping the door open for love to walk in when it's ready. And you know what? It's a huge relief. It truly is. I've come to realize that I'm not missing out on anything by not being on a dating app. I truly believe that my person will find me, and frankly, I've reached a point where I don't want to even meet or date someone that's been on an app anymore. Because is that really a sign that our interests are aligned, if that's where I have to find him? And it really shows the development and progression of me operating in my feminine energy. I'm putting the the lead on him. He can find me and take care of me, and I don't need to worry about it. He's coming, and this is a whole new world for me, but it feels right way more relaxed, almost detached. And that's where we're leaving it today. We're going to pick up again with this topic soon and talk about so many more things like areas of our life that are more masculine versus feminine. And those things are really interesting. So this topic will definitely continue. I'm not sure we're going to revisit relationships for a while, but I hope you enjoyed today. If you want to join our community of amazing wellness witches, please hop over to Instagram and give us a follow at Heal Yourself with L-O-A. That's L-O-A as in the law of attraction. All other social links, contact details, they're all in the show notes if you need them. That's all for today, witches. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.